the shiny things are honestly stopping you from making more money in your business. We can get so caught up on the things that look good on paper that we actually forget about taking action on the things that are going to help us take steps towards our dream life, right? So I think it's so important to make sure that you are taking the steps in your business, doing the actions, spending the small amount of time that you have. Because when you're a busy business owner and you're a mom and your life is crazy, you do not have a lot of time to work on your marketing, right? And so you need to know that the actions that you're taking are actually going to get you where you want to go and help you create momentum and take giant leaps, big steps fast, you don't want to be spending time doing work that is actually not getting you closer to what your dream life actually looks like. Not what someone else's dream life looks like, but what your dream life looks like. So just because someone's telling you that you need to be showing up on reels and creating 17 reels a day or trying to get more followers, you know, all the things, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is going to be the best step or way for you to focus your time and energy on your marketing in your business to achieve your dream life. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Mamas podcast where you get time with your biz bestie aims. That's me each week to motivate you, inspire you and support you with practical tips in running your business while being a present mama. Go you for showing up for yourself today and making time in this crazy busy world you have. Your body, mind, soul and your family will be grateful for it. Our chats are always fun, down to earth, and my heart is that they will leave you feeling uplifted and less alone on the journey by being connected with a mama who's running a successful business just like you. This is the intro season, otherwise known as my pregnancy season. We'll kick off season one when my little one arrives in January. Welcome to episode 10. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited that you're here, that we're hanging out. Whatever you're doing, whether you're going for a walk, you're driving, you're doing your grocery shopping, whatever it is, I hope you're taking out some me time, some time for just you to recharge. I, If you have been listening to my podcast since the start, it's actually wild. I know 10 episodes is not that many, but in a few months, it's just crazy that some of you have listened to me chat 10 times, <laughs> showed up to listen to 10 episodes so far, and I'm so grateful for the feedback the amazing feedback that I've been getting from so many of you who are listening to the episodes. It's honestly so encouraging for my heart and just makes me know that this is exactly what I'm meant to be stepping into at the moment. I'm really, really passionate about sharing from the journey as you're on the journey and not just sharing the good things, but the challenging things as well. And really being able to share the behind the scenes of my business and life and stepping into motherhood. As you'll know, this is the intro season. I'm currently pregnant with our first little one. And he is due to arrive in the new year, which I'm so, 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 so excited about. Um, And yeah, I'm just loving getting to share my journey with you on this podcast. Pregnancy is honestly so wild. Yesterday, I was so exhausted and could have slept all day. And yet today, I just have so much energy. I don't understand, like, do they have growth spurts or something in there? Like, what is going on? It's so crazy. 
but I am trying to stay present in the journey, trying to stay present and grateful for every day that I have at the moment in this season, even though it's really hard. Uh, Pregnancy for me has not been the funnest time of my life, but I've really stripped things back a lot in my business and life, personal life, to be able to just focus on growing on this little one. And honestly, I couldn't be more grateful for my business right now that it allows me, you know, the last two months, uh, September and October, I actually have worked less than I ever have in my business. I've worked sort of half days, a few hours a day in the morning, because that's sort of all I have capacity for. And yet I have made more money month on month in those two months than I have this whole year, which is insane. So that to me just makes me know that when you're aligned with exactly what you're meant to be doing, the impact that you want to make on the people that you want to serve, everything just comes together so easily. When you have a strong strategy and the foundation is strong, it doesn't matter how much you work, right? It's about how you're working when you show up and the impact that you want to make and the energy that you're putting into the things that you are creating, you know, uh, it's, I feel so blessed, but I also can see my hard work that I've put in over the, you know, last sort of this year, I guess. And I, you know, I've worked really hard to be very intentional about building a business that enables me to live my dream life. And right now I feel like I'm living that. So it feels really amazing. I wanted to share with you on this podcast episode all about getting distracted by the shiny things in the marketing world and the business world. There are so many shiny things that can distract you along the journey. And actually the shiny things generally are stopping you from making more money in your business, stopping you from scaling your business, getting to that consistent income level you're looking for. The shiny things look so good on paper but yet they actually don't make you more money in the bank account, right? So some of the shiny things can be really important parts of your marketing strategy at different points in your business growth, but they often, if you have limited time to work on your marketing, there's other things you should be doing before you're including the shiny things in your marketing. For example, (laughs) we can get so easily caught up on spending time and energy on you know, at the moment, reels is the really big thing. So everyone is creating reels. Everyone's talking about reels all the time and how much they help you get so many more followers, which is amazing. But reels have a really specific, you know, part of where they fall into your marketing strategy, which is about growing and bringing in a new fresh audience. So if that's your goal in your business right now, then yes, you should be doing reels, but that's not necessarily going to make you more money. So I'll talk about what to do instead in a second. But another thing we can get caught up on is creating perfect posts. If you have a little bit of perfectionism in you, you will find it really hard to create content, to create posts, to create stories on your Instagram, and you can get so caught up on trying to make everything perfect that you actually don't end up posting a lot at all. And it's so much better to create content that's imperfect, but sharing the message, you know, the heartbeat of your brand, the message that you're wanting to get across rather than trying to make everything perfect. You know, another thing that we get caught up on 
you know, that's sort of distracting for us is trying to get more followers, right? So we all want more followers. It looks good on paper. It looks good to everyone else. But getting, a, you know, a heap of followers actually doesn't equal more money in your bank account. You can have 10,000 followers, but if they're not actually buying from you, then you're not making money. So that's pointless to have that audience. And other businesses can have 300 followers and, you know, have, be making 10K a month because they've, you know, attracted followers that are their dream customers and they've nurtured those followers well and now they're buying from them on a consistent basis. So some of those things we can get so caught up on spending time and energy on when we start our business or when we're sort of in the early season. And these things aren't necessarily bad, but they can definitely become a distraction from us doing the activities that actually generate cash in the bank for your business which a business that's making money is a business that's growing and healthy. And so it's it's not necessarily all about money. I'm not driven by money in my business. That's not my primary goal. But I do know that I'll make more money when I'm doing the right, taking the right actions to grow my business. So that's just a success. Uh, it, it's a way for you to be able to measure your success in your business to know that you're taking the right steps and you're moving forward. If you just are growing in followers and you have a great engagement rate, but you're not actually selling anything, then, you know, something's not clicking, something's not happening in your business, that it's a measure of unhealthiness in your business. And then we've got to look at your strategy. So what do we do instead? I'm not just going to leave you hanging. <laughs> what we need to do instead is focus on nurturing the audience that you already have. So it doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers or 300 followers, like I just said, you can have a successful business no matter how many followers you have. It actually doesn't come down to the number of followers you have, but how loyal those followers are to you, right? So do you have an audience that's obsessed with everything you create and just can't wait to buy what you're selling? Do you have that? Like answer that honestly to yourself. Is your audience obsessed with you? They're obsessed with everything you create. They just can't wait to buy what you're selling. And then if they're not, where is the best place for you to go to nurture the audience that you have? And I'll tell you the answer to that. The best place for you to go to nurture the audience that you already have on your social media is your Instagram stories. So your Instagram stories is often a neglected part of your Instagram strategy because even though they should be super simple, they're the content that stays up the least amount of time, but yet everyone seems to find them the hardest, which is, I find really interesting. You know, your Instagram stories actually enable you to dive deep with your audience and to nurture them and build incredible relationships. This is where you can get your dream customer into your DMs to really help them with what they're struggling with and lead to you connecting with them with your service that will help to transform their life. I know that lots of followers or going viral on Reels looks good, but if you do want to build your business so that you can go from inconsistent income to consistent income that you can rely on, then you need to make sure you spend the time and energy that you're investing into your marketing, that it's getting you the best return. So the Instagram stories is where it's at. The Instagram stories enable you to get your followers to trust you, to become loyal to you. It enables them to connect with you on a deeper level, to uh, build that know, like, and trust factor that we always talk about, you know, enables them to know who you are, to then start to like you and then trust you 
as you're sharing different things on your Instagram stories, people watch Instagram stories like their favorite TV show episode. Like if you create great Instagram stories, people will be waiting for the next episode. They will notice when you don't post a story for a day, they'll be messaging you being like, you okay? Where have you been? Like I've missed you on stories. Like people are looking for your stories. They want to watch them every day and feel like they are a close part of your business and your life. They want to feel Instagram stories makes people feel like they're your best friend, like they're on your inner circle and they're getting all the behind the scenes and the intimate part of your business. And that doesn't mean you have to share everything with them, but there is a ways there is ways that we can be vulnerable and authentic on our Instagram Instagram stories to be able to connect with our audience on a deeper level so that we can get them into the DMs, get them talking to us, get them like asking like when's your next program open? You know, when are you dropping your new um product line like whatever it is. People want to know what's going on. They want to know when they can um you know purchase from you. So, I want to share with you Four ways that you can nurture your audience using Instagram stories. These are four different ways that you can show up on your Instagram stories so that you can be nurturing your audience. Sometimes it can be so hard to know what to share on your Instagram stories. Like, do you just, you know, you end up just sort of posting about your meals and your lunch every day or your morning coffee. And that's great, that sort of content, but it's not really nurturing your audience, right? So I'm going to share with you four ways now that you can nurture your audience with Instagram stories. So the first way is I've named these different things because I just love to name things things. (laughs) I just love to be creative. The first point is everybody hurts. (laughs) So the first thing that you can share on your Instagram stories is share something your dream customer would be struggling with and then some tips to help them overcome it. So the way you can do this is you can brainstorm and write down a heap of struggles that your dream customer is having and then tips that you have of how you can overcome those struggles and then when it comes to showing up in your Instagram stories just choose one of those tips and share you know uh, one of those struggles sorry and share a tips or you know three tips a breakdown of advice whatever it is about how you can help them with that struggle So that can be a really easy way to really break down, you know, sharing about the struggles that your dream customer has. And that can always link in really well with any programs or courses or, you know, um, products that you have that you can then link to to be like, if you want more help with this, then check out this, you know, service or check out this product. And it's a really simple way to be able to nurture your Instagram audience. So the first point is everybody hurts. The second way you can nurture your audience using Insta stories is story time. So story time, in story time, you share something outrageous or funny or hard that's happened in your day today and use lots of engagement stickers to engage with your audience. So engagement stickers are so important for Instagram stories to engage with your audience because the more engaged they are, the more Instagram will know that your stories are beneficial to your followers. And then Instagram will start to put your bubble, you know, closer up, you know, more at the start of your followers news uh, feeds. You know how the bubbles are in an order along the top. You want your bubble to come up at the start. And the way you can do that is by increasing your engagement. And you do that with stickers and polls. So story time, you can choose a story that's happened today or yesterday or this week, you know, anything that's sort of, you know, either outrageous, like I can't believe this happened or funny, or even a hard thing that you're struggling with that happened in your day. 
and share the story because people love a story and then use lots of engagement stickers asking them questions you know putting you know reaction um, emojis all of that sort of thing to help them connect with the story and stay engaged with the story that you're sharing (laughs) my words are just not like coming out of my mouth today are they (laughs) Uh, so story time is a great way that you can nurture your audience. So the third way that you can nurture your audience on Instagram is they are all nosy, honey. (laughs) They're all nosy, honey. Share what's been happening in your business today or this week or what you're about to do. People are nosy, right? They want to know what's going on in your business. They want to see the behind the scenes. They want to know what's going on in your life. So they are all nosy, honey is about sharing stories that, show the behind the scenes. So this is like, not like, oh, I'm having lunch. This is like the behind the scenes of your business, not your life, right? So this is like, you know, today I'm working on, let's say you're a one-to-one service business for clients. And you say, today I'm working on a content plan for this client. And I'm so excited to be you know, creating the post for these three clients for their content for next month. And then I've got this to do and that to do. What that does, it it actually builds authority for your audience. They can see, wow, she works with clients. She does that type of work. You know, that's what I can sort of expect from her if I work with her. You know, it really builds that authority, but it also builds on the authenticity of your business. It shows that, you know, everything you're sharing is real and authentic and you're not sort of being over the top or fluffy or making things up. So that can be really important, you know, to share stories of, you know, this is what I did this week or this is what I did yesterday or this is what I'm going to do today. Like this is what my job list is. And that is what they are all nosy honey stories are about. Finally, the fourth way you can nurture your audience using Instagram stories is to educate baby. (laughs) Educate baby is about picking a topic that revolves around your business and educating your audience on it. It's pretty simple, hey? So you would pick a topic and break it down. And what you're wanting to do is create that, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense for me moments for your audience, right? So you're wanting to have them that, give them that like, feeling where it drops into their mind and they're like, wow, that actually clicks for me for the first time. So the great thing about educate baby stories is that you can, you know, pick a topic, educate your audience on it, but then you can take this topic and split it into heaps of other types of content. So you can turn that story into a reel, you can turn that story into a post, you can turn that story into an EDM, a marketing email, a blog. There's so many different ways that you can reuse, recycle that content that you've just created for your story so that you can, you know, be smarter with the time that you're showing up on your stories and with the content that you're creating because it's so much easier to educate on stories and share on stories than it is often to say sit down and write a blog post or marketing email so then just taking the tips that you shared in your educate baby story and you know just turning that into an EDM or a blog that makes your EDM and blogging so much easier So those are four ways that you can nurture your audience using Instagram stories. The first one is everybody hurts, (laughs) sharing something with your dream customer that they'd be struggling with. Second one is story time. Third one is they're all nosy, honey, which is about the behind the scenes of your business. And the fourth one is educate baby, which is about educating your audience. So 
those are four ways that you can nurture your audience using Instagram stories. If you want more help on knowing how to show up on your Instagram stories, then totally jump into my DMs on Instagram. I'm actually working on a training at the moment called my show up and sell training. And I'm planning on running that early next year, which will be an amazing training to be able to help you show up with confidence and also with strategy, not only with confidence, but with strategy to grow your business. And that will be so helpful for you. So if you are wanting early access to that, jump onto my Instagram DMs because the discount for that is insane for the pre-sale for the training that's going to run early next year. So that's really exciting. I really hope that this helps you with your Instagram stories. I also just want to touch on something that I've been thinking a lot about this week and in talking with my incredible students in the academy and also in my mastermind, I've been really thinking a lot about, obviously it is early November and we're not quite at that like, you know, final sprint of the year. Like, you know, you get to December and you're like, yes, when nearly there, that sort of net fresh energy comes to you, that next level of momentum comes and you're like, yep, I could finish this year strong. And you get that fresh burst of energy in the last sort of bit of the year. But early November, late October, early November, we often haven't hit that yet. And so often we come into this time in the year that I like to call the drag. <laughs> it's where, you know, the momentum from, say, mid-year has worn out and we can't quite see the end of the year and we just have lost all energy and we're hitting that sort of drag where you feel like you're swimming against the current a fair bit and just not moving forward or you just, you, you know, you might be moving forward but it might be very slow and you feel like you're not gaining momentum at all. It's kind of like in a race, you know, a 400 meter running race, you at that like 300 meters around the like curved part of the track, you know, you haven't quite hit that 100 meter mark yet where you you know, sprint to the end because you can see the finish line. You're still on that curve. You can't see the finish line yet. And I'm talking to a lot of my students who are experiencing this real drag. And I just wanted to encourage you that the drag is really an opportunity to refocus and then propel forwards. You know, often we can see the drag as a bad thing and we try to fight against it and we try to, you know, resist it. But I think often with the drag, we need to just sit in it for a little bit you know, take the opportunity to refocus, remind yourself, you know, what would it look like for me to finish this year well, to finish this year strong. So even if you haven't achieved the goals that you set for yourself at the start of this year, which a lot of us haven't been able to, because for whatever reason, 2021 hasn't gone the way we expected or planned, and we haven't achieved the goals that we wanted to when we started this year. Um, and so that can lead to a lot of disappointment and disheartenment coming into the end of the year. But I encourage you to really think about the year is not over yet. There's still nine weeks left or so, and there's still an opportunity for you to finish the year strong and finish the year well. So I encourage you to take the opportunity that the drag gives you to refocus, remind yourself, you know, what have I done this year? Like, what have I actually already achieved? And what do I still want to do this year that's actually achievable? Like, think of the amount of time you have left, because it's not lots of time left, but there is some. Think about, about the amount of time you have left this year. And what do I actually want to achieve by the end of this year? What would it look like for me to finish well this year? What things in my business or my personal life 
you know, that could be maybe you didn't, you know, you wanted to start running and be running, you know, 5Ks three times a week and you didn't do that this year. That doesn't mean that you have to finish the year feeling disheartened about not achieving that goal. Maybe finishing this year well for you looks like, um, you know, just starting running, you know, three times a week, even if that's only one kilometer run and then a two kilometer walk. By the end of this year, having achieved that for you, that might be an achievement of, yep, that would look like finishing the year well for me. Or maybe you had this plan this year to, you know, send out a marketing email every month and you haven't done that at all. Maybe you've sent out two. (laughs) Well, maybe finishing this year well for you looks like planning out your email marketing strategy for next year, planning out all your emails for each month of the year, like the focus. And then so you when you come into next year, you've got this strategy ready to go. You've got this focus of how you can hit the ground running next year. So think about take the opportunity in the drag that the drag gives you to refocus, remind yourself why you do what you do. Why do why were you building your business in the first place? Why were you working hard this year, hustling hard this year? You know, and then work out what does it look like for me to finish the year well this year? And what, what does that look like practically? Like what steps do I need to take to be able to step into that? And then eventually you're going to find that over the next few weeks, the drag is going to disappear. It's going to slow down and you're going to find that it will, the, the work you've done during the drag will actually then propel you forwards into the next you know, finishing up this year strong with fresh energy and excitement and finishing the year strong. So I just wanted to encourage you on that. It's something I've been thinking about a lot um, in talking to my students in both the academy and my mastermind that a lot of you're feeling. And I really hope that might encourage your heart and help you to feel less alone that a lot of people are feeling that if you are feeling the drag, a lot of other people are feeling the drag too. And it's totally normal at this time of year. And so lean into it, don't fight it, don't resist it and look for the good, the opportunity that you can take out of being in the drag for a little bit. So thank you for hanging out with me on this podcast episode. I honestly have had the best time hanging out with you talking about your Instagram stories and how you can, you know, not get distracted by all the shiny things in your marketing, but focus on nurturing the audience that you have. Spend some time for the rest of this year, nurturing the audience you already have to increase sales for your business, whether that's getting signups for your one-to-one services or your coaching program, selling more products, whatever it is. Focus on nurturing the audience that you already have and it is going to be an amazing year to finish up with. And I can't wait to see you keep growing your businesses. If you've loved listening to this podcast episode, I would totally love to know that. I would love to hear your feedback in my Instagram DMs. Hang out. Uh, I hang out on Instagram the most. You'll see me in my stories um, following the same format that I've shared with you today. And I love connecting with you in the DMs. So if you've listened to this podcast episode and it really resonated with you, then send me a DM on Instagram telling me you listened to this and what stood out to you. Or just saying hello. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, I love to connect with you. So just say hello. I love that so much. So thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to hang out with you next week on our weekly episode and our intro season of our podcast.